To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. Barry Sop, our senior political correspondent. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Hey, big, big pay rise for the Defence Force. Yeah, it is a big pay rise for the Defence Force, um, and some would say it's long overdue. I mean, the attrition rate in defence is enormous. Uh, in the past year, 10% of less that's about, uh, have left. That's about 800 defence personnel that have gone from the forces. So, you know, they clearly had to do something. I mean, they've been working on Cyclone Gabriel. They've been training uh, Ukrainian troops in the UK, uh, and uh, as the Defence Minister Andrew Little says, that they're they're basically being uh, really stretched at the moment. Mm. Uh, Andrew Little was sharing a podium with Chris Hipkins uh, just after Cabinet today when he defended the pay rise for the defence personnel. Here he is. It's clear that rates of pay in our defence force have fallen behind rates payable for comparable roles outside the military. Enlisted personnel aren't subject to the Employment Relations Act. They can't join a union and they can't go on strike. But we know Kiwis expect them to be there when we need them most. The $419 million payroll boost over four years will mean many NZDF personnel, particularly recruits and skilled lower-ranked service people, will receive a salary increase of between $4,000 and $15,000 a year. Won't do a hell of a lot for inflation, but nevertheless, I think these people did need it. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Well, they had a talent. They had a problem, a real problem keeping talent. So absolutely. absolutely. Now, what do you make of this emergency hui that was called for the the Labour Maori Caucus? Well, it's fascinating, isn't it? Uh, I think. Look, the Maori Caucus is fairly disunified at the moment. They're very upset about Mekafai Terry. The way the way she did it, in particular, and talked to nobody. Uh, Chris Hipkins was asked at his uh, post-cabinet news conference today. He only arrived back earlier today, so he's come back to a bit of a maelstrom in the party. But uh, he said no, he hasn't spoken to her yet. Uh, he's now unlikely to speak to her. But look, it was interesting over the weekend. Willie Jackson um, is now winding up the rhetoric uh, on the Māori Party, uh, urging on Q&A yesterday Labour voters uh, in the seven Māori seats He's saying they should cast their vote with Labour, the alternative Māori party, he says, simply goes too far. Have a listen. And they want to own everything. They want to own Parliament. They don't, they don't, believe, they don't believe in a Māori they, they Parliament. And that's all good. I'm not saying that's bad or anything. That's, that's all good. But I'm saying within the confines that we work in, it would probably be too uncomfortable. But, you know, when, they, when you hear the um, Māori Party um, uh, MPs talk, they talk yeah. about ownership of water and, 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 and this country, and I understand that. <laughs> so... Well, he's got on the attack. They may need these people further down the track, of course. Uh, and the worry is that some, certainly some Labour MPs could still go. I don't think that's going to happen, frankly. Mm. I've talked to a number of people around the traps today. I see, though, that uh, Nanaya Mahuta, she was asked, uh, she has asked to be relieved of her cyclone recovery duties today. They've been transferred to Michael Wood. Um, as I understand it, she's not very well at all. And... Um, I would be surprised if she, in fact, uh, is at the next election as a candidate. So, so are you saying that Nanaya is not? It doesn't want to do quite as much because she's unwell. Yeah, yeah, and also, um, you know, uh, on that, uh, Curry Allen apparently she was very upset at this um, uh, hui that they held uh, at the end of the week. But uh, upset about what? 
just upset about the way things have gone, the way Mekafaitiri wasn't looked after, they say, within the Labour Party. She felt her nose out of joint because she wasn't given a promotion back into Cabinet. She's a minister outside of Cabinet. I don't think that means a lot, but a lot of people have leapfrogged over her, much more junior and much uh, less Are they upset on her behalf or are they upset because they feel similar things are happening to them? Oh, I think there's a bit of both, actually, Helen. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. But uh, look, uh, Radio New Zealand have finally released. <laughs> They've been the censor on the comments that she made at her uh, life partner, uh, Marnie Dunlop's farewell. So we haven't got the audio that was taken there. We've got um, uh, just a few paragraphs that they have agreed to release. So they're the censors. They say, and I'll just a couple of uh, bits out of these paragraphs. There is something within this organisation that has to be looked at, said uh, Kerry Allen, the Cabinet Minister to Radio New Zealand. She said, there's something within the organisation that will not and has not been able to keep Māori talent. And that's a question I think she says deserves some reflection. We are looking at these two, so that's the government presumably, and we are looking at this organisation and how it treats its talent. We want to know. That's threatening. That's a threat. Oh, of course it is. But um, that's what she said. Apparently she said much worse than that, but we're not being told. What does it mean? Well, it means that, uh, you know, be on your guard because we're watching you. And... um, the government's going to have a bigger role, of course, because they've shelved out a hell of a lot more money since those comments oh, were made to Radio New Zealand. Um, now, speaking of money, donations flooding in for, for ACT and uh, the Nats and Labour well back, by, but by how much? Well, it's incredible. National and ACT last year raised uh, almost seven times as much through political donations as Labour and the Greens. Mm. Uh, $5 million came into the coffers for the National Party, $2 million last year, uh, for the ACT Party. Um, Labour, meanwhile, um, raised a whisker of that, um, $420,000 last year, uh, just over a fraction more on 413. But I tell you what, um, Chris Hipkins is making light of it. We tend to get a larger number of donations, larger number of smaller donations from quite a wide range of people. Uh, past pattern suggests that you know the volume of those increases the closer we get to an, to an election campaign. Um, we will never outspend National and Act. You know they have people with very very deep pockets supporting them, um, but that hasn't um, stopped us being very competitive in previous elections, and it's certainly not going to stop us being very competitive at this one. I tell you what, it's very close to the election. They'll be hoping more money flows into their coffers. Good stuff. Barry, thank you. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.